0: Hey, Fifth Line, Mike Todd here, in arena host for your Columbus Blue Jackets, and you're listening to the Subjectively Speaking Podcast. And now, here's Jeremy Paul and Laura Norman. What's going on, everyone, and welcome into another edition of Subjectively Speaking on the Inside the Ring podcast network. My name is Jeremy.
1: And I'm Laura.
0: And Laura, just last week or the week before, I feel like you and I were talking about the fact that whenever we hop on the show, we're always like so authentically us and like nothing is like different about who we are. We're very much like our whole selves, I think, in a lot of ways on the show, like you're getting Jeremy and Laura. This week, I'm especially excited to get on here because of how bleak my week has been, I feel like now I am putting on a facade of like happy Blue Jackets hockey Jeremy versus <laughs> the other Jeremy that I've been this week. So I'm excited to be here with you to talk some blue jackets hockey. Laura, how are you doing on this fine Thursday evening?
1: Um, I'm okay. <laughs>
0: okay, yeah, yeah, okay. There it is.
1: Um, I'm still sick, so it's been rough dealing with that. Um, because it's causing a lot of other issues that I don't want to deal with. But um, so that's been annoying. And since we last recorded, we my mom put her dog down and that was really sad. Yeah. Um, she was 16, so she lived a very good life, but it was still really sad. And um, but then I also had a whole day at work dedicated to community service and so that filled my life with a lot of joy, but I just been tough cause I'm still sick and it's restricting me from doing certain things. So I'm bummed about that, but.
0: No, that's fair. That's fair.
1: But I'm... how have you been? Oh
0: man. And you know, like you've got to like...
1: I don't know though, because we really no, haven't No, talked. you do.
0: Because, because that's how, you know, like, it, you don't maybe know the details, but you know that things are not great. So. Because when I say, when you ask me how are you doing, and I say I don't want to talk about it, heart. <laughs> so, um, which is
1: code for please stop texting me.
0: <laughs> no, it was code for I. If I have to use my brain to rehash the things that have happened over the last week, it could be the tipping point. So, <laughs> protecting my peace in some ways, um, you know, more than more than maybe I should, but. No, it's been, um, it's been a, it's been a bad week. Like it's been a fucking week. Like I am ready for the week to be done. I am off next week. I think, uh, I am at least off Wednesday through Friday because blue bag is hockey. So, um, no, but I will be back in Ohio this week, which is really exciting. So, um, it doesn't delay my plans to come down to Ohio. It just might mean that I have to do some things earlier in the week that I didn't plan to have to do. But generally speaking though, I am surviving uh, and there could be a lot worse going on and that's all that matters. But uh, yeah, it's been tough. And you can tell it's tough because we're only at at this point, we're only three minutes into the recording. And I think we've both done enough talking about our lives. (laughs) <laughs> you can tell that like we're both like tapped out, but equally as excited about the fact that we are really getting down to the wire of, of the Blue Jacket season starting as we're recording. You know, a week from today we'll be on our way back to back home from, from opening night. Uh, and you know, that's a lot of fun. That's exciting. Only a week away from the jackets taking on the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh good old Cam Atkinson's return to the ice. Uh weird that i'm the one saying his name first before laura i don't know how we're ever going to cope with that but i know it's amazing i don't know how to react but nevertheless laura i man we've gotten a chance to there's been a lot of hockey like on top of all the other things that have been happening in our lives like there has been a lot of hockey going on and, and happening and you know started off Saturday. And I, and this is why I think like so much of this week is also such a blur. Like I was in Ohio this last weekend, just like in Northeast Ohio, like uh, Cleveland area um, for a wedding for two of my best friends, Kenny and Rachel. So shout out to the long family. Um, but they, they got married in Ashland on, on uh, Saturday. And so, you know, game on Saturday, wasn't really paying all that much attention to that. And then of course they played on Monday and Wednesday and Thursday. So so there's been a lot of Blue Jackets hockey and a lot of things seem to be kind of like taking shape and you can kind of tell from the results which group is which and you could tell just kind of you catch a vibe. Like if you've got players like Johnny Goudreau and Patrick Linea in a lineup, it's probably like the lineup that you're looking at being your real deal lineup. But obviously some things will change. But Laura, four games, two and two, nothing really to write home about in the sense that, you know, you're catching these teams. You're so many different variations of these teams is is what you're catching, right? Like, you know, tonight is a prime example where it's like I did not know a single player that scored a goal for the for the Capitals outside, like in their first two goals at all. Like, I had no, I had mm. never even heard of these men. But then, of course, also Alexander Ovechkin was on the on in the lineup today. So, like, it's just like a weird mix of players who more than likely and, and and for Columbus that was the case too tonight like you got like some players that were in that lineup tonight that you're like you're probably gonna make the team but also like it's just a weird like play who you need to right now tonight was kind of a prove it lineup I felt like but we'll dive into that maybe a little bit later but Laura just like four games in the last what Saturday through Thursday is only three Six. days without a game Sunday. No, just Sunday and Tuesday. Tuesday, Yeah, Yeah, no, so four games and six nights has been a lot.
1: Um, Yeah, I was at the game tonight, um, which was really fun. Um, We didn't win, but it was still fun to be back and get sort of in the spirit before next week when all the pomp and circumstance happens. But yeah, I mean, like you said, Preseason, you know, it doesn't really matter except for the fact that, like, you're obviously making roster cuts and all that sort of stuff. But right now we're playing two very different rosters. One is of which is, like, basically what the um, opening night roster will look like. And then the other one is, like, all the fringe players and the people that are just, like, still hanging out so that they can kind of gauge who where people should go and also kind of probably start a preliminary list of like who would be stronger to pull up if we get an injury right away or whatnot, Um, you know, sort of those fringe decisions. Um, But yeah, tonight was definitely the B team versus Capitals B team and Alexander Ovechkin, which was just weird. Um, Like he could probably be the dad of like half of the people that were on our roster tonight. Like it just was like old man and the kids um, out there. So it was just, it was just weird. It felt uncomfortable. Um, But we did get to see the debut of Spencer Martin, who is the goaltender that we claimed on waivers last week. And he, for what he was dealt, he did an outstanding job And the couple of goals um, that he ended up not stopping were because he stopped them four times before they actually went in. Right.
0: Yeah. That, especially that, that's, it was at the third goal. It was the The third third goal. that was a shorthanded goal. That was just like, you know, I, well, for one, it was a turnover that didn't need to happen, you know, and then, you know, Adam Boquist can't clear the puck out of the slot and, you know and that's after a couple of like you said a couple of saves by Martin that were pretty textbook like they were they were really good nice saves and, and the and, last yeah.
1: attempt him being like absolutely just sprawled out like in front of the net just to do whatever he could to try and stop it but um so it wasn't as much of a bloodbath as we were anticipating um i went to the game with you know friends of the show Megan and Reese um and But, yeah, there's just not much to discuss, like, over preseason games because there's just so many reasons why preseason games are the way that they are. Um, But we have one more on Saturday in Washington, and that will more than likely be very close to the opening night, if not the actual opening night roster, because it's going to be two opening night roster teams against each other at that point.
0: It's so. going to be interesting. I would almost, like, it wouldn't surprise me, and I almost would be a, a fan of maybe potentially, like, sitting guys that, like, you know for a fact, right? Like, I mean, like, there's no real, like, hear me say this. Like, obviously getting the opportunity to, like, skate in some games and get, like, real, like, game game speed action is important but there's really not and especially given the juju of like injuries around this team like there's no reason for patrick line a boone jenner johnny goudreau like i don't think there's any reason for them to play on saturday i think that what you can do is you can pull some of those top of the lineup guys out and you can insert some of those guys that you have question marks about and basically say hey (laughs) help us make a decision here like this is your decision to make based on the way that you play go out and get it and those players that i think of are probably like we'll talk about them a little bit later but like the guys who have been kind of like in and out and back and forth of these two lineups that we've been looking at when the when the squads have kind of felt split but and and those players to me seem like they're players such as like your Dmitry Vronkovs, your cole cylinders your you know even to some extent your Den matechucks like that you're still trying to make a decision whether or not he's going to stay up in the nhl like those are the players that I think you'll probably see play on Sunday if I'm if I had to guess, but or Saturday. Right? But like it's it's just to say that like I, yeah I, I just it'll be interesting to see what field what they field uh, in Washington there. But yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to see what happens there. But uh, <laughs> Laura, here's a piece of it though. Do you know what's the joy? What. We host a podcast, which means that we get to live in our own realities, which means that we can create a reality that we choose to live in. And I think we're going to do a little bit of that today. I think that we're going to take a look at who's left here on this Blue Jackets roster. I mean, at this point, and of course, like we're going to release this episode. I'm going to like, I'm looking. So they released cuts today at 2.30. So I'm like, we need to, (laughs) this episode has to be out by noon. So that way there's at least two and a half hours and or give and take, because I think that they'll probably make some cuts going into tomorrow. I like, I would think that that will happen. Like I would hope.
1: Yeah, um, I think after tonight, they have a pretty clear understanding of some people that they can move along from. But we can always put a disclaimer on the episode, too. Like, this was recorded prior to whatever cuts occurred on Friday. Um you know,
0: but the, the name of this episode is just subjectively to change. <laughs> like, it's just subjectively to change, um or subjective to change, spelled the way we spell it. And if you know, you know. But yeah, I mean, like if you take a look, I mean, even today though, like before we, I guess, dive into like who's left in camp, like let's take a look at who was even cut today on Thursday. So like you had a couple of players who were either cut from their your their tryout contracts or they were, you know, let. Le- uh, loaned back. I almost said leaned back. That's not right. I said leaned back. Not, not wrong thing. Um, so, <laughs> English is hard. English is so hard, and I understand why people have a hard time learning it. Um, so, the Jackets loaned Corson Kuhlman's Stanislaus Fotzel back down to Cleveland. Similarly, they, uh, you know, returned uh, Pavel Chion to the, the Monsters, and this one maybe is, like, I don't want to say it's a surprise because I don't know, that like, if you look at this blue line and you look at the depth of the blue line, I don't know that you, he, like, stands out as being somebody who you like absolutely expected to make this team. But Tim Bernie was released from their tryout from his tryout contract. Now what's interesting about that whole thing is like, technically speaking, even though he was on a tryout contract, he does still, his rights are still owned by the Columbus blue jackets because he is a restricted free agent. So like things are a little bit weird there. Like it, it reads to me, if I had to guess one of two things could potentially happen and, and, I, honestly, I'm not sure how it works about whether those guys are able to sign just like AHL deals um, or not. Like if Cleveland was able to sign him,
1: I know he has until December 1st to sign with an NHL team, right? Or he can't play for the rest of the year. Right. Um, um, but I don't know. I don't know the specifics on an AHL situation. Yeah,
0: but he could. So what? Like a lot of times.
1: Back to Europe, too.
0: That's what I was going to say, yeah. So a lot of times, like, these players will tend to go back to Europe and that kind of stuff. The Blue Jackets would still have his rights, even though, um, you know, even though he didn't sign the contract. It happened with Lucas Sedlak. And, uh, uh, you know, by the time Lucas Sedlak returned to the NHL, he, you know, the Blue Jackets' rights on him had expired. And so that's why he was able to sign a contract. I think at the time it was with the Avalanche, right? Or it was with the Flyers. Like, oh, yeah, it was with the Avalanche. And then he got waived. And then he got picked up by the Flyers, if I remember Mm -hmm. correctly. Yeah. So. Similar situation there. We'll see what happens, and obviously we'll keep you up to speed if anything changes with Tim Any situation. But then also Aaron Dell was released from his tryout. I don't know. That was super surprising. He was not, not great. I think that a lot of things also changed when this team picked up Spencer Martin. So, I, you know, that doesn't surprise me in any way, shape, or form. If he wants a job, hopefully he'll get one, and I think if he gets one, it's going to be an AHL deal, and maybe he'll, you know. Similar things have happened in years past where you've got an NHL team that will sign AHL goalie because they need need the call-up or whatever have you. I think, you know, I can think of a team in Columbus, Ohio that <laughs> maybe did something along the lines of the guy named Jet Greaves. But yeah, I, it'll be interesting to see kind of what happens here with um, with some of these players that have been released. But generally speaking, Cleveland guys and Stanislav Switzel, of course, and cool mens and then uh, same with Pavel Chion and then the rest of, of the players released from their tryouts. So that leaves us with, at this point, um, still 413 players... <laughs> On the no, we're at 43, so uh, 26 forwards, 13 defensemen, and four goaltenders at this point. The four goaltenders, I think that whole thing works itself out pretty easy at some point here, but yeah, 43 players, Laura. It's a lot.
1: It is a lot. We need to get rid of 20 of them before, I think, when's the de- like next
0: Tuesday? No, Monday at 5.
1: Or Monday at 5. Yep. Uh, so yeah, 20, 20, 20 humans need to go, bye-bye. Or put, be put on long term IR before mm-hmm. Monday, so we got some decisions to make.
0: We sure do, and uh, I'm not going to bring out the buzz, the buzz, the buzzer, the Clippers um, to shave my head to make myself bald so I can play Armo. But um, you know, be be my guess if, if anybody else wants to do it. So we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about you know who we think is going to be on this opening night roster. You know, we've got 20 guys to cut here. And, Laura, I think that you and I are probably going to be in agreement in, in for the most part. But there, there might be some differences here in, in who we think is going to make this team. So I think we're, what we're going to do is we're going to run down the roster and we are going to give our um, our honest first impression thought as to whether or not we think this player is going to make the opening night lineup. Um, you know, this week, that's the ML. Next week, when we know what the what everything looks like, we might do some – we're going to talk – projections and season and all that kind of stuff but this week still not a ton of news for the jackets so we are going to talk about who we think is going to make this lineup and so laura i'm actually going to um you get to be my vanna white are you excited to be my vanna white um
1: what does that mean in this context
0: well in this context (laughs) it means that my phone is dying oh yeah your phone is not Names. You would see that like you're so not going exciting. to be terrified of it though. Like you are going to be so nervous about some of these names because I there's know there's only
1: a couple of them. I probably cannot pronounce, but I'll, I'll let
0: you like, you can, you can wave at me and I'll, I'll fill in the gap. Okay. Um, so are we, let's start to, um, what do you think is going to be the most challenging? Where do you think we're going to disagree the most?
1: Um,
0: We're going to have the same fucking 23. I can feel it in my bones. But go. <laughs> um, We. Oh, I
1: don't know. We might disagree on defensemen, but we also might disagree on like some fringe forwards.
0: You're you would be such a good politician.
1: I also think we might disagree a little bit about who is going to back up Elvis.
0: Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I guess we could, potentially.
1: So, I think there's disagreements all around.
0: I love a disagreement. I love a disagreement all around. Um, Okay, so, Laura. Do you
1: want to start with forwards or defensemen?
0: Let's start with goalies. That's the least. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I
1: <laughs> No, I was no, just I was like, not.
0: I did not make the impression that that was an option, so that's my fault. But
1: Oh, no, that's fine. We can start with goalies. Okay, okay. so who is
0: who is going to back up Spencer Martin?
1: <laughs> well, so we know that Elvis
0: <laughs> will I'm be the starting goaltender. <laughs> can he um, figure some shit out for me?
1: I haven't given up faith. It's
0: been um,
1: so, yes, Elvis morris will be the starting goaltender for the Columbus Blue Jackets. And obviously I wanted to see how he performed after we picked up Spencer Martin, but um i think spencer is going to back up elvis i think they'll send jet back to cleveland and they're going to put tarasov on long-term ir
0: well i don't know if they'll even put him on long-term ir i mean they can get or ir get him in along. some yeah. shape or form yeah i mean i know we're we're actually in agreement with that i yeah did you think i was going to say keep jet up
1: yeah because jet did have a really good game the yeah. other day and yeah. he at that point was the best goalie of the preseason Like he had played the best game, but Martin, I think he has more NHL experience and he played really well
0: tonight for what he was given. Well, and I don't get the impression that I do not get the impression that the Jackets would have picked up Spencer Martin if they were going to also then try to send him down, like, which then he would also then have to, again, clear waivers. And with some of the things that have happened around the league, like with, with Andre Vasilevsky being out for an extended period of time in Tampa Bay, like they're, they're in the market for a goaltender. So I think that like, I I just don't imagine a scenario in which they, you know, they don't keep him up. I'm going to real quick check to see something to see if, um... yeah. Cause Jack Reeves is, is waiver. Like he's, he's, he's waiver proof, like he's fine. So I think, yeah, I think they're going to send him down and I, yeah, that would be my guess. I think that, you know, him and Chion will be your one, two down in Cleveland. So I think that that, that works. And then up until the point where Tarasov gets healthy and then you kind of figure it out from there. Right. Because let me see here if, oh gosh, 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 is Tarasov. Yeah, no, I didn't think so. So Tarasov would need to clear waivers too. So you get into a scenario where you've got Elvis, Martin, uh, Spencer Martin and Daniel Tarasov as your three goaltenders. So, if at any point you take Tarasov off of IR, it's going to be interesting to see kind of how they navigate that.
1: But they can send Tarasov to Cleveland on a conditioning yeah. situation. That's because true. We've, we've done that before um, just yep. to get him like ready. But, you know, but depending on how things go with Martin, um, and it's weird calling him Martin because he has two first names.
0: Yeah, people who have two first names are fucking insane. It's not like we're both them. We are both them. Um, <laughs> you just at least have the benefit of having a last name whose gender would typically be male. Yeah, yeah, and I'm over here like screwed. Hey, Paul.
1: Yeah, you have three first names, and one of them is
0: spelled funny. Middle names. Who has a middle name that's not a first name, though? That's not fair. I, I Every time anybody says... Because you're not the only person that says that to me. I'm like...
1: But sometimes people have middle names that are last names. Like, sometimes people give...
0: Sure. Like,
1: their mother's sure. maiden names as middle names. Stuff like
0: that. That is fair. There is some validity to that. But I would argue that the percentage of people who have last names as their middle names is probably lower... Than the people who are in our situation where they have a last name that reads as a first name. Although to be fair, I think Smith is technically considered. I I have known both a Smith and a Miller in my life, and so technically, I feel like maybe we're wrong. <laughs> maybe I'm. Well, maybe and might. also in
1: this day and age, people are naming their babies whatever they feel.
0: All the shit. Yeah. Yeah. All the things. And
1: but, I'm I'm here for it.
0: Yeah. No. But, me too. Me you know. too. I remember like at one point I was young, I was maybe in middle school and somebody had said something about the name Neveo having backwards. And I was like, what a gorgeous name. And then I realized that like, that was like at the time, like the most like popular because of like things like teen mom and like, things like that. I'm like, Oh, maybe maybe I'm good. It's
1: like the Brittany and Jessica of your, um, what's it called? Um, not generation era, generation <laughs> whereas like i have a bunch of people whose names are brittany and like no offense to one of my best friends but like brittany and ashley and like
0: didn't you, you also know. say brittany for mine you said brittany and jessica for my generation too
1: <laughs> no i didn't i think that's i said it. um no what did i say for you i didn't say brittany though
0: oh i thought you did that's my bad um but yeah so i you know which, what name is incredibly popular right now? And I don't like we both, like working with students. I don't know. Well, you actually probably shouldn't say. <laughs> if if I've met with popular... person who has yeah, this name, yeah. 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 Um, but Ava, Ava is a name that I see all the time at Grand Valley. I, I w- haven't had this experience as much
1: as Columbus, Columbus State, but when I was working for Ohio State, I had like, Sixteen avas
0: I and think we had like five or six go through recruitment this year.
1: Yeah, like, that's what? a very popular name, and there's a reason why. I can't. It was either like in a movie or something, or in and around that where when this group of people, yeah, would have been born, which also um, foul
0: foul. The eighteen year olds were born in two thousand
1: five. Um, correct. Um, but yeah, there's like a reason. It's why there will eventually be like an influx of students in the work that we do that whose names are, and we're actually kind of already seeing it too, but like Bella and like Edward will probably make its way back and you said you come know. on
0: if, if i have a child named renisme that i have to work with i will lose my but damn you mind. will
1: see that though because people were like oh my gosh that name is so unique i'm not gonna name my it's just the same thing with people who name their kids after harry potter characters
0: like you know there are hermione's out there i had a hermione actually in recruitment that's funny that you said that like yeah that's fair yeah. um weird not it's weird, like, though, like after,
1: like after Titanic came out, there was like an influx of people who named their kids Jack and Rose.
0: Which, like, man, that's not the movie. Like, yeah, no, I mean, like, oh, goddamn, that's bad, Juju. I don't know, right. that's not the movie. It's like, <laughs> like, what? Like, it's like naming somebody like Dixie because you loved when Dixie the movie. Like, what? That, like, yeah, the dog, dog. Like that's <laughs> not great. Like why? Like, sorry. sorry, sorry, sorry. Like that's spoiler like
1: for a movie not... that came out a million years ago. Um,
0: yeah, if you didn't know that.
1: But no, and I even think of like some of my favorite movies.
0: I don't know that I would name. And hey, if you're if you're listening to this and you're like, did something happen in, in the playback? Like, did I skip something? No, we just have severe ADHD. Like, that's what this is. We, we will get back to the origi- originally scheduled programming. But for now, you will listen to us talk about names and you will enjoy it.
1: Um, this also does correlate, though, because when I was talking to Megan about Spencer Martin tonight, I did say he has the most normal name for a hockey player.
0: Like, I mean, yes, and in your defense, this player is not yet in the league, but Will Smith takes the cake to me. Like, that, like,
1: yes, but like for someone who's playing right now, like, you don't get more normal than Spencer Martin. So,
0: yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty like straightforward. And, but like, his name
1: is all spelled like a normal or like a typical spelling. It's not, you know, Martin's not spelled with a Y or anything. Like, it's very, very Mm -hmm. typical so
0: i would say definitely still he is more unique or less unique i should say carson meyer is a pretty normal name to me yeah carson is another popular name right now i feel like so i mean like that like i think my age like I, i know a lot of carson's
1: hayden is also very popular
0: yeah yep Wow. Well, do you have like, what's like a name that you have like picked out? Like, do you have a name picked out for like, a? a why am I asking you that? I know that you do because like, I know that I have this a is like, name. yeah, 100%. Um, do
1: you, want, yeah. you don't have
0: to share it. I just, I, I will because
1: my sister's not having any more kids and I'm, she and I already got into like a huge um, disagreement about this because when she was pregnant with her daughter, the love of my life, my precious niece, Hallie, she considered taking this name from me. And it got to the point where my mom had to tell her no.
0: That's hilarious. What was what's the name?
1: So my whole life, like, from when you're little and I would pretend to be a mom to, like, my babies, my baby dolls, I have said that I would name, if I was ever lucky enough to have a daughter, that I would name her after my mom's mom. So my grandmother, who died when my mom was nine. So, like, I never got to meet her. and Like, you know, all this sort of stuff. Because her name is Madeline. And it's spelled, it's spelled like Madeline, but it's pronounced Madeline. And I have just always, like, it has always been in my brain that as my mother's first daughter, that I should get to be able to name my daughter, Madeline. Um, so, but also Hallie is definitely a Hallie. So, like, it worked out. Yeah, but no, my sister out, and yeah. I did almost come to blows about it when she was thinking about names. Because I was like, my whole life you've known this. Mm-hmm. Like, you've known that Madeline is mine.
0: Yeah, are you going to go with, like, would you go with, like, Madeline Jane, like, as, like, a little, like, homage? Or would you go, like, somewhere else?
1: I have a couple middle names. Sure. Bouncing around for it or for her potentially. Um but I haven't determined. I do if I ever have a son, I will continue the family tradition and his middle name will be Alan. So my dad's middle name is Alan.
0: My dad's middle name is Alan.
1: My brother's middle name is Alan. Zach's my
0: brother's middle name is Alan.
1: <laughs> Zach's Mine's middle name not. is Alan. <laughs> Mine's not. Um, <laughs> And then, potentially, if I'm lucky enough to have uh, two sons, um, I will integrate uh, my uncle that I lost when I was oh. very young, and Todd will be in there somewhere. So
0: You could do two middle names. I know we were talking about last names as middle names, but if people do two middle names. Mm-hmm. You can always do, like, first name, you know. It
1: will depend if I end up in a situation it will also depend Alan, on... Alan Todd
0: and Todd Allen, though, just feel like... Todd Allen feels like... Todd he's Allen supposed- is the original one of the original guys from Queer Eye, so I'm not... Oh, that's hilarious. This is where the generational <laughs> g- divide happens, because I have no idea who that man is. I was almost going to say it sounds like he'd be like the Tim Allen's brother. Chopped.
1: Have you seen Chopped? Oh, shit. Trailer?
0: Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Um,
1: but no, he's also the original culinary person from the first version of Queer Eye. But anyway... One?
0: Is he? No, it was Carson Kressley. I was gonna be like, who's the one that's like talked all this shit before? And it's Carson Kressley. Oh, it's Carson Kressley. Um Shocker.
1: And the other ones aren't in, like, the limelight anymore. But
0: I thought the I thought why did I think that the like stylist like not like tan like but like the Jonathan why did I feel like he's he, like
1: his... sometimes in it but like that's what I and then I one of them's name was Cayenne
0: like the pepper.
1: Yeah, he's the one that taught everyone how to spray cologne.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm there now.
1: Yes. Um, which Jonathan recreates in the new version. Of and course. says that like Cayenne taught him. But anyway, um, <laughs> if people who are listening to this episode are going to be like, What the fuck is going on? What the fuck? Um, why are we learning about Laura's non-existent children's names? Um, but... Yeah, so it'll just depend. It'll depend on if I am a mom in a solo standpoint or if I am married or whatever or have a partner and if I end up in a hyphenated name situation because I would be getting married as an older lady. And so I don't know how I feel about, like, necessarily, like, fully Mm. giving up my last name because I've been Laura Norman for now 36 years. So...
0: Um. So yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I. Bo is a name that has always been on my radar. Bo,
1: I do love the name Bo.
0: Bo, I also like the name Nolan. Although I met a Nolan not that long ago that I really couldn't stand.
1: I just think of Nolan Ryan, the baseball player. <laughs>
0: The fact that you think of anything baseball is insane to me. Like, that is so funny because you are so anti-baseball. It's ridiculous. That is true. I do not enjoy the sport of That's baseball. That's so hilarious. I also like the name Jackson, but, like, I like the name Jackson spelled, like, J-A-X-O-N. Oh, fancy. Yeah. And then you can call him, like, Jax, and it's not, like, weird. Like, it's, like, not, like, mm. yeah. I, like, I'm, I'm really into, like, androgynous names. Like, I just, like... I like that. Like, I like that it doesn't, like, I, why gender a name? You know what I mean? I don't know. I
1: do love, and I, I bring this up only because they've been in the media a lot lately, but um, Jason Kelsey, uh, the older of the Kelsey brothers. Oh, my God. Um, Hey, I like him.
0: Jason I like a lot.
1: Um, he and his wife named their three daughters traditional traditionally male sounding names. Mm. Um so like the daughter they just have, her name is Bentley.
0: What a good name.
1: And then there's Elliot and oh God, what's the old? baby Wyatt. Mm. Wyatt, Elliot, and Bentley or Bennett, Bennett. Mm. Um. But I just thought, they're and they call their oldest, um, Wyatt, they call her Baby Y. And oh, I think that's,
0: yeah, yeah, I've seen that.
1: Because so, you've seen the video of oh, her. Travis Kelsey. Yeah, like, going, hi, yeah. Baby Y.
0: Oh, man, I fucking hate Travis Kelsey. Um <laughs> like, I'm a hater, right? I actually was talking to Corinne about this the other day. I am just a certified hater. And the issue is, is that I think that both of those people, both Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, are – dramatically overrated for who they are and what they are. And so like, I know, (laughs) I know, I know, I know. i I don't dislike her i just think it's like overhyped like you know what i mean like anytime anything is so overhyped i lose so much interest and i know that i know me hipster i hate it i know that i know that that's who i am and i admit to it and i like own it i'm not ashamed of it like it's just my, my reality so the fact that the two people who i feel the most about that with like i hate i'm a Bengals fan like if you've listened to the show long enough like you know so like travis kelsey like shit talking to Bengals, like When it it pisses me off, like he's so good. It's funny
1: because he went to, they both played for the University of Cincinnati and they're from Cleveland.
0: They sure did. Yeah. So a little bit anti Cincinnati there, which isn't great. But yeah, um love Jason Kelsey though. Something about him. that I really enjoy. Yeah. I think Jason Kelsey is who I aspire to be. And I don't know how I mean that. I
1: need, I want to watch the documentary, but I don't want to cry.
0: So, I also yeah. played center when I played football, so like I don't know, like that's where I'm like I feel like this makes sense. Like I feel like I could be Jason Kelsey. Forwards or defensemen. Which one do you want to go? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Everyone listening is like, son <laughs> of a bitch.
0: Yeah, um, no, they're like fucking finally. Oh, well, maybe we need to put like maybe I need to get better at like putting like timestamps in our show notes so that way people could skip past our bullshit. I feel like but at FBI the same time,
1: goalies were at, um. 21 minutes and then they don't the talk about minutes,
0: it again yeah. <laughs> until <laughs> well hey actually before all i have to say is that before you start talking about forwards and defensemen and whatever have you the best place you're going to be able to find those forwards and defensemen playing hockey this year especially if you're like me and you don't live in columbus and you don't have access to things like valley is espn plus and the best way to get espn plus is to go to inside ring.com slash espn to go sign up there so please go do that thank you so much laura let's talk you're just gonna how about this? You're not going to tell me. You're just going to say a name. You're just going to say a name, and I'm going to figure it out from there. Cole Cylinder. Okay, I think we're going with Forrest. Uh, <laughs> man, that sucks, because he is like, probably somebody that, like, is... Is it number order? Is that why? Is it... Yeah. Um, probably. Mm, no, this is by position, so... That's fine. That's fine. Oh, no, it is number order. Okay. So, uh, coal Cylinder... Oh man, it's also weird to me that a four seeing like, man, rest in peace, Scott Harrington. <laughs> can we can we talk oh. about it? Um, no. So mm, are we just saying gonna make the team, not gonna make the team, not like opening night roster? I um,
1: mean, we could have a third category, which is
0: I don't think we can. I don't think okay. that you and I I don't think you and I have the like um what's the word I'm looking for? I don't think we have the self-control yeah the, yeah that's probably right yeah the self-control yeah. to like not always just like go with yes or the middle now, option in
1: this case of the forwards and the defensemen do you want to keep tally marks of how many people we say yes to because at some point
0: oh it's not a bad idea.
1: because there's limitations here <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean if you put if you pick twenty three forwards, you're probably gonna be sad. You're probably gonna end up right. being sad about the team that you have. Oh god, it was so loud. Whatever that noise just was. He says as if he didn't watch it, like he knows exactly what the noise is, but he's just trying to play coy on the recording. Um, okay. Yeah, I'll go ahead and keep track over here. Um, so and yeah, this is also then I can say who said what? And that'll be fun. I think he's going to make the team. I think that he's probably like whether or not he's like opening night scratch or not, who knows, but I, I do think he's going to stay in the lineup.
1: Yeah, I don't think he's going to be, I don't think he's going to be on the opening night lineup. I think he will be a scratch.
0: But you think he's going to be on the 23 man roster?
1: Yes.
0: Okay. All right. Who's next?
1: Sean Corrales. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. Okay. Great. (laughs) Some of these are like no discussion, right? Like, I mean, like.
1: I mean, the next one's no discussion either. Adam Fantilli.
0: Yeah. I think maybe he's good.
1: Yeah. God, his goal was so pretty. Yeah.
0: He's so good. I'm excited. Um, The fact that, wait, actually, he's like, what was it? Was it like when I looked, was he like plus 1100 to win the Calder on DraftKings?
1: They're giving looked, him a little bit more credit to nah, being contentive. shit. No,
0: let's not because I want to be able to make money off of that. Like, can can we keep it? Can we?
1: You're can gonna bet against
0: him? No. No, what I'm saying is like, I want that number to stay higher because like, I want people to keep him like kind of as more of an underdog because then the more money you get back to return. No, hell no. I'm fucking, yeah. Hell yeah. You know, I don't know how this works. Although yeah, you're I'll not, probably learn about it on Tuesday. Yeah. You're not the but... degenerate. Yeah. You're, I am the, 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 what the, 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 whoa, the fuck. Degenerate gambler. The degenerate gambler. Putting the word the behind that was my problem.
1: It happens. Oh, yeah. Um. Brendan Gonths.
0: I just took a drink of Flat Pussy. I had two of them on my desk. Oh, I'm so sad. No, hell no. He's not making the team.
1: <laughs> I, I think that he will go to Cleveland.
0: Yeah, that was the worst experience of my life. Okay, yeah.
1: Um, we talk about him a lot. Liam Foodie. No. Yeah, no, I think he's he's going to Cleveland.
0: I don't think I th- no, I don't think so. I think he'll get picked up on waivers. I don't know if we'll see him again. I, and that's okay. I'm at peace with that. I mean,
1: I think he's somewhere I think he needs to go somewhere where he'll have more opportunity to succeed. Um
0: You're up perhaps. Anyway, go ahead. Uh
1: this time I have to laugh because his last name was pronounced so incorrectly the other day. Um Josh Dunn.
0: Wait. Pause.
1: <laughs> Someone called him Josh Dune.
0: Huh. No.
1: No, he's going to Cleveland. Yeah. Um this one, I mean, I think we might fight about this one. Boone Jenner.
0: Oh, you're ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I was like doing the math in my head cuz I've been trying to like in cuz cuz these are the centers, right? So like I'm doing yes. like the like okay, like who is after 20 cuz is Josh done like 21, right? Yes. So I was like, okay, who is between 20? Like, who the fuck could be next? <laughs> so, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and uh, just mark us both down for uh, we'll make the team there with Boone Jenner.
1: Absolutely. Um, Hunter McCown.
0: No. No.
1: He's going He's going to Cleveland.
0: He'll probably be there tomorrow. Like, these are, like, there are a handful of these guys, like, Brendan Gons, Hunter McCown. Like, these are players that are going to be sent back down to, to Cleveland tomorrow, I would say. Yes. Or today as you're listening on Friday.
1: So this was one we talked about before Uh we weren't sure what it was gonna what we were gonna be getting.
0: Uh oh.
1: Alexander Texier.
0: Yeah. No, he for sure is.
1: He's played so So well well during the preseason. Like
0: and I thought I honestly was kind of always under the impression that he was going to be on the opening night, like, on the 23-man roster, it was always, like, to me, he was always one of those guys that maybe was kind of like what we said about Cole, where it was like, is he going to make the opening night, like, starting lineup, or is he going to, you know, have to, like, kind of, like, wait his turn, get cycled in a little bit here? I think he's going to be put in the lineup from day one, and I think that I'm okay with that. I think he deserves that. I think, like you said, he played really well um, like, in this honestly, preseason. Like,
1: Megan Reese and I were talking tonight, and obviously he wasn't playing tonight, but we were talking about him. And we were like, we sent a boy to France and we got back a man. Like yeah. Yeah. a mentally like healthy man. And we we've talked about that before or that before, but like just truly like the difference in when he left to when he's come back. Like I'm really happy for him. Yeah, and I, I hope that this season is very successful for him. Um, Kent Johnson. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Now, I know both of us disagree on this human, but I think I'm going to lose in this conversation. Um, Our last center, Jack Rolspick.
0: I mean, he's not getting sent down to Cleveland. Like, that's a piece of it, right? Like, say what you want about whether or not he deserves to, like, play or whatever have you. Like, he's not. Like, I well, I wouldn't think. And I also think that there is something to be said about Pascal Vincent being the head coach of this team. And the experience with Jack Rosling there. Like oh, I think, Olympic, that, yeah. yeah, I think, and, and from Manitoba, especially like, I don't know. I just don't think that there's any way that he's not going to be on this 23 man roster the thing that's interesting is that we have agreed to this point through it. We uh in just and I know that like the way in which positions are like listed on the app and stuff, it's kind of wonky. We have seven out of potentially 13 to 14 forwards already spoken for and we're only through the center. So that could be a fucking problem, but we'll address that as we continue to push through. Um we can, I, I would. I, I have would, not strayed from my original list. I think we're going to be fine based on what I have. But still, yes. it's just funny to me to be like, "Wow, we have gotten through everybody so far." Pretty much.
1: Okay, now we're now we're starting with left hander or, or left side.
0: Yeah, let's go left, left wing. Way.
1: Um, Dmitry Ronkov.
0: No, I don't think he's going to. I think he's going to start in Cleveland.
1: From the rumor mill and what we were presented with I would have thought absolutely before but like I still think he's adjusting and figuring things out so yes I agree he I think he'll start in Cleveland I don't do not think that he will stay in Cleveland no I don't I think it will be very much so a similar like Kirill Marchenko situation Mm -hmm. and he will before the like December situation that we have to deal with with him um that he will be back Yep, agreed. This guy, I mean, I don't know.
0: Okay, wait, I'm trying to think about it. I'm I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. He's number 10. Oh, are you being a smart ass again? Yes. Okay, great. Awesome. Johnny Gaudreau.
1: Johnny Gaudreau. (laughs) No, that boy is never leaving. I don't care.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, no. He. Yep. Agreed. So we're both at eight. Yep. Okay.
1: Um next up is could be a center Patrick, Patrick Lining. Lining. Yeah.
0: And arguably out of the people that you listed probably more of a center than them at this point going at this. I mean season. he
1: hasn't been bad. I mean he's not the most amazing center, but like he hasn't
0: been bad. I don't know that the Blue Jackets have positions this year. And I know that sounds like I'm being silly, but like positionless hockey as a trend is like actually a thing. And I think that like Pascal Vincent being the smart he's smart. Like have you heard him talk about like hockey yes. analytics? You're gonna hate him. I'm gonna love him. I can already feel that in my bones. And you're not you're not gonna hate him. But I think I mean, that I'm gonna, gonna
1: love be... him. I'm just not gonna understand what he's saying a lot of the
0: time. <laughs> no, yeah you will. Yeah you will. Um
1: but It's going to be, it's going to No, what I'm going to like about Pascal Vincent is that he is going to play, but in a positive way.
0: Blue Jackets boggle.
1: Blue Jackets boggle. (laughs) And I love that. So, but it'll be, I think, in a more positive situation. It won't be because everyone sucks. It'll be because we have too much talent. So, um, next one. This one I truly, like, don't know because he has not shined and I'm just over it. Eric Robinson.
0: I know. I know. He's on my, like, fuck list. No, wait. That's not what I mean. He's on my... (laughs) (laughs) That's not what I mean. That's not That's what I said. That's what I said. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. I don't even think... He's not on that either. Um. (laughs) (sighs) Um... God, I hate my life. Um, So, I feel like I need to stick to, like, what I have here. Like, what I have, like, come up with for my opening night lineup. I don't like him. <laughs> but, but, I do think that when you look at who the Jackets have in the wings and not literally on the wings, but like in the wings and all that kind of stuff. Like I just think that he is probably somebody who is going to get a look before some of these other guys, just if nothing else by the fact that he is a little bit more of a veteran and whether that I, I could see him like as of right now, like, cause I did, cause I am neurotic and I use cap friendly to like do my like 23 man roster. And Um, I go
1: strictly off of feelings. (laughs) Vibes. Just vibes. Yeah. And if and if
0: and if you need if you need a 10 second clip to describe the dichotomy between Laura and I as podcast hosts and and hockey fans, it is exactly that. It's I went into cat friendly, created this like armchair GM like roster of the 23 people that I thought. And Laura's like, it spoke to me. Not in the way. Like, I'm not trying. That sounds misogynistic as fuck, and I don't mean it that way. I just, it was, like, very it was much like, just... We
1: did have a conversation about how you've noticed that you think I'm losing my confidence lately, so, like...
0: <laughs> no, but I like the vibes. I like just, like, the straight vibes. Like, it's a good time. Let's put them on the roster. Like, I think if I caught you in the right moment... I also, consider their level of skill. Oh, absolutely <laughs> you do. I have in no-way shape or form insinuating that you don't. Um, I could see a scenario in which I come up to you, and I'm like... Josh Dunn, and like if he had like a fucking killer game last night, I could see you right now being like, perhaps, perhaps him, like just because of like the vibes, like because of the vibes, but anywho, back to Eric Robinson, I think he's going to be on the, I think he's going to be on the 23 man, I don't think that he's going to play though, like I do think that he is going to be an odd man out.
1: How many do I have?
0: I think we're both at nine.
1: So that gives me four.
0: Four more, four. Well, four or five. It depends on how you wanna, how you wanna play it. Okay. And for context, I'm saying that because the last few years the jackets have gone, and this is like a shape, to perform, like an indicator of what they're gonna do this year. But they've gone 14, seven and two for their breakdown teams have gone 13, 8, and 1, and 2 before, like, it's not uncommon, but, like, usually teams carry a couple extra forwards and only one extra defenseman, but it it just depends on your breakup and on your contract situations, which we can talk about a little bit, but.
1: Yes. So, even though I don't want to, because I'm also tired of this experiment, um, I will say that, Robbie will probably be – he'll be on the roster, but he won't play opening night.
0: It's actually insane to think about Eric Robinson and how, like, long he has been in the league, if you think about it. Like, it's actually kind of insane because it's he – like
1: six or seven years, isn't it? Now? Yeah,
0: so he would have come out of Princeton and signed with the Jackets the year before the Tampa Series. So it was this year that they played Washington – Cause I think his debut game was like against Nashville or something like that. Like, so so that would have been 2018. 2018. So we're talking like, yeah, this is like five, six years now at this point, which is insane to me. But, um, I just don't know. Yeah. I mean, like he's respectable enough. Like, I just don't know that I would consider him to be somebody. I just don't
1: think we have space for him anymore.
0: No. And he used to bring like a little bit of speed. that Like we didn't have, but now we have it. Right. Like, I mean, like he had some elements that like, yeah, I know. can't (laughs) Can't stop. I know. I know. Um, I, I would be out there, it would be a Miley Cyrus music video because I would come in like a wrecking ball. So I don't know who I am to say. Oh, Izzy me Kenyan. too. But, but like,
1: if you're new here, that's my one of my biggest gripes with Eric Robinson is he does not know how to stop and consistently overskates a puck. And so, but neither here nor there. I think that he will be on the 23-man roster, but he will not play. Okay, great. James Malatesta.
0: Oh, Cleveland, yeah.
1: Yeah, he's not quite there yet. He's had some he good, good things, but he's not quite there yet. And tonight, oh, they were either announcing him or something. Yes, because he was on the starting lineup tonight. But when they announced it, it sounded like the way they phrased his last name that um, that they just made it up on the spot. It was like Mal. Like it was. Greg Murray like, was just like, "Let me see what
0: syllable comes next."
1: <laughs> um. So that was very funny. Um. Justin Danforth. I say yes, one hundred percent yes for me. I think he's been really good in the preseason.
0: I think he's been fine in the preseason. Like I like yeah, he's been good. I don't know. Like I.
1: You can yeah. disagree with me, no, but I, th- gonna, I think he's, he's going
0: to. No, I think he's going to make the opening night roster too. Like, and I think and I actually, for what it's worth, I had him like actually skating too. Like I actually had him like not scratched, but um, yeah, I think he's in as well. I He's just somebody who like, and this is like one of those things that it's like maybe unfair to say about Justin Danforth because I do actually really like Justin Danforth a lot. Justin Danforth can't make this team when this team is competitive. Do you know what I mean? Like, Justin Danforth is the kind of player that, like, I think when this team is, like, trying to win, like – and I think that I find myself doing that with a lot of players. That's how I feel about players like Eric Robinson and, like, that kind of stuff. Like, those players do not make up the bottom six of a Blue Jackets team that is competitive. That's just my two cents. Maybe Justin Danforth has the opportunity to. But, like, I also think about, like, his age curve is about to start, like, taking effect. Like, I mean, like, and that's, like, not – a that's not me trying to be an asshole, but like, it's just like, I just think about like, what are the blue jackets going to look like? And then I get into the whole, like, do we, are we doing ourselves a disservice from a, from a development standpoint to like worry about plugging him in versus plugging in a Dimitri Vronkov or something like that. And like, again, those are not, so they're, they're not similar players. Justin Danforth is a lot shorter, <laughs> like, but like, shorter. That's, that's the thing that comes to mind, but yes, Justin Danforth is going to make the opening night roster.
1: Uh, Matthew
0: Olivier. Mm. I oh, say yes. man.
1: But I mean, I'm also going to say no to someone. It's strictly because I'm petty later in this list.
0: Oh, I'm not. I'm trying to figure out who that... Mm, yeah, you are petty. Yeah, you're <laughs> so fucking petty. Um, yeah. I, I also have him as a yes. Um. Just my... for
1: grit purposes. Like... Just to have a little bit of grit and have someone who's like really willing to drop the gloves, um, since we do have such a younger group, they may not be as easy to get physical in that manner. Um, and I mean, tonight I love an Olivier fight,
0: yeah, it was actually funny because and I don't, you obviously, I don't know what if you would have known this like being there in person versus listening to it. But it was funny because Jody Shelley and Bob Miguel were on the call tonight, and Jody Shelley probably like it had to have been the last like the shift before Olivier's fight. It had to be his like last shift. He was like, "Yeah, it looks like McElrath wants to go, but Olivier just coming off of an injury. There's no way he's going to drop the gloves to set the other thing." And then like, <laughs> Jody Shelley was like oh, oh no, wait cause... a damn minute. <laughs> Hold on. Here we go. Ding ding, bitch.
1: Um. Next up. Cameron Butler.
0: No. No. Cleveland. Test, true testament to him to still be on in the. That is true. In the camp roster, but. Here's where I'm gonna go. You're ridiculous, Emil Bumstrom. Yes, he's making the team. No, he's making the team. No, yes, I am he tired is. of
1: it. I'm tired of it, and I don't want to do it anymore.
0: He has had a really good preseason and a really good camp.
1: I don't care. He's playing us for fools.
0: I. He has though. Like you can't. Like I am. I hear you, and I know. I know that toward the end of November, I am going to be over it. I know that. But if we're talking about this camp, if we're talking about how he's looked, he has to be included. Like, he just will he be. Does. He has to be.
1: God.
0: <laughs> I'm here. Hey, you, me, same. Same team. I can't, I can't leave him off of the opening night roster at this point. At this point, I have to. So we're at a point where I think either we are going to be Using different numbers of forwards, or we're about to disagree again at some point. But I'm excited to see where this goes. <laughs> but I think, yeah,
1: I. I think I only have one more that I'm saying yes to.
0: I went 14, and so you must have gone 13. Then, okay, and that's fine. But
1: because the sorry. next one we can't say yes to because he's injured, Igor Shchennikov. Right. So that one
0: was easy. Well, and so technically speaking, like, he will probably be on the Blue Jackets roster. They will just probably have him on IR. Like, I would assume that he and Daniil Tarasov. So I, the Blue Jackets will probably carry 25 men into, which they can do. Like, they can have 25 mm-hmm. people if there are people on the IR. Like, but that's what happened, I think, a few years ago with Trey fix Because everybody's like, how did Trey fix make the team? And I'm like, because you idiots don't know how this works. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> he didn't, but, like, he's been injured. So, like, he's still on the IR
1: yeah so so Chini's injured, so he, yeah, um,
0: which like speak- honest like that would have complicated things even more, right, like, I mean like, I don't know who you because I mean, like, but
1: well, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it after he's not hurt anymore, but mm-hmm. um, speaking of Trey Wolanski, Bolansky, Trey Wolanski. no. Cleveland, yeah. No. And I was talking to Megan tonight. I was like, he has to go back to Cleveland. They have a whole night where they're gonna give away a bobblehead after him. So like I,
0: didn't that happen last year with somebody? Didn't somebody have a bobblehead night that they weren't there for?
1: I think so. I don't know who it was
0: though. And I honestly can't even remember if it was Cleveland and Columbus. It might have been even another team and another like, but like, I'm remembering that vaguely. But. but like
1: they already announced like the trifix landscape bobblehead night. They're already, so, bought like, them. they're
0: already probably in the fucking building.
1: Um So this one was a little bit of a like, would they, won't they situation, but Jordan Dume, I know, I think they're sending him back to juniors. And
0: I will say it's, there is something interesting to me about him having skated this morning with like the group that played, but also still being in the lineup when he could have already been sent out to juniors. I think that that's maybe potentially interesting. Like it makes me wonder if maybe there's something up there.
1: I mean potentially.
0: I don't know though. I doubt it. You know but, like, how
1: Yarmo plays it close to the best.
0: Yeah, I know. I don't know though. We'll see. I he's definitely not gonna be on the Blue Jackets roster. And if he is, that's gonna be the shock of the preseason for me. Yes. And it's not right. because he's been terrible. Like I mean, like I think that he hasn't necessarily played the way I would want him to. Like he hasn't looked great, but um I mean, that's okay though.
1: I just also think we're in a situation where there's just there's too many humans and he can't get the
0: it's a luxury like
1: the focus um, that is necessary um, I wanted more for him but I think that he'll be heading to Cleveland but Carson Meyer
0: oh yeah he's Cleveland
1: um, and then last but absolutely not least Caril Marchenko yeah, yeah. Marchy will definitely be his, his smile has to be
0: so at this point, really, the only difference, the only place we differed was you—you've left Milbamstrom off for your twenty-three man. But other than that, it looks like we're pretty much in accordance. Yeah, there was no other disagreement there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He—he he does not exist in my land currently. That's
0: hilarious. <laughs> he does I'm not. Tired.
1: Exist. Tired of it.
0: <laughs> Me too. What is that
1: thing from TikTok? I'm tired of it, Grandpa. <laughs> That's too damn
0: mad. That's from holes. <laughs> That's from the movie Holes.
1: I've never seen that movie. Are
0: you serious?
1: i was not in the holes generation like i
0: was a little bit older when it came out i loved holes um, oh my god there are so many sound bites <laughs> on this episode for me that could be pulled out of context <laughs> damn it okay
1: okay are you ready to talk defenseman because this talk- could get interesting i'm
0: ready to talk d baby um uh- <laughs> I'm just leaning into it at this point. All right. <laughs> like at this point, I just have to. We're gonna right? have to put an
1: extra disclaimer on this episode. Um, yeah. our fish-loving friend, Andrew Peak.
0: God, I fucking forget about that every time until you bring it up. It's so, <laughs> it's, it's so disturbing. Like it's so fucking disturbing. It's almost disturbing enough for me to like be like, no. Um, but I think yeah, like he's gonna be on it.
1: Yeah. Um, Deton Matechuk.
0: Oh no
1: I am also no. I don't think you. Okay. I thought
0: maybe that was like the extra defenseman that you have that I don't. so that's
1: no I, actually, I don't think now, he's now, that I'm thinking,
0: now that I'm thinking about my list I know who your extra defenseman is that I don't have. okay um okay.
1: uh Billy Sweezy.
0: Oh man no
1: <laughs> he they love him up there though. Like, he was very popular last
0: year. I'll be interested to see who they named their captain. I don't know if it's going to be Billy Sweezy. Like, that's not to say that. But I, I'm just interested because of, like, Dylan Simpson retired. So I'm, like, wondering now, like, who they're going to lean toward. Um, oh, let me play Let me play that game real quick. Who in the fuck? I wonder. Who wore A's in Cleveland last year? Because part of me is wondering, like, if any of the guys, like, a Fix-Wolanski.
1: I did think about him being named captain
0: or like maybe like marcus bjork
1: that would be cute
0: that's a spoiler i don't have marcus bjork on my (laughs) sorry 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 sorry. (laughs) go ahead no you keep going sorry
1: um this one i don't know
0: numbers numbers numbers. pretty
1: inconsistent
0: oh shut up
1: (laughs) zach rovetsky
0: the Um, pizza man himself
1: no, my hope is healthy, full season, just doing what he needs to do.
0: He's allowed to play, like... Be
1: in Zachary. He's
0: allowed three games. Like, he he has to play 79 games this year. That's my goal. He
1: can have, yeah, he can have three rest days. That's it. And that's it. Playing okay. the whole goddamn season.
0: The whole goddamn season. Um okay i know I, I, As, trust me like let's like tr- hear me right like i get it <laughs> so, i've been rob he's gonna make the tea. yes um and i have to follow up and continue to say and i don't think i've said this on the air but i've said it to you it's like his he and no shape should form had a, had anywhere near like i had never heard that man talk kind of intentionally um and the fact that he had like Almost he, no Russian. No accent was insane to me. Yeah, he's got a little one. Like he kind of reminds me of like Oliver Bjork's fan in the way that like if you listen closely, you could pick up on something that's not strictly like a mid like, but for the most part, you would you would hear it and you wouldn't even think twice.
1: From in comparing him to other Russian players that are on our team,
0: you could yeah. not tell. Dmitry Vronkov is probably just over here like duh. Like, yeah. Like that's <laughs> probably like <laughs> <laughs>
1: What are you saying to me?
0: Um, Thinking about good goal next. You know what I mean?
1: Yes, um, I'm pretty sure he did. He play tonight. I think he did. He wasn't. He. Wait, I didn't think he would be. But Jake Bean.
0: Yeah, yeah. He seems to have returned quicker from Much earlier. Injury. Um, I, yeah, I have him on it, and it's just again, he he's kind of a guy that like is hard, I think, to send down just because of the fear of waivers, and and I don't yeah. know like what his value is at this point on a trade market, but like you wouldn't, you don't want to give him up for free.
1: Yeah, I don't think he'll play like opening night. I think he might be scratched, but
0: that's how I've got to look into.
1: Um, I have so much faith in him. Still talking about Jake Bean. Oh. I had so much faith in him. And then just I know he was injured, but like things just went so downhill so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um Jake Christensen. Oh no. Cleveland.
0: Yeah. Uh he could be their captain. Oh yeah. I can see that.
1: Carson Meyer could also be their captain.
0: Carson Meyer. Actually, that's a good one.
1: Um
0: Wow. I don't know if you were able to hear it. That was insane. I think there was just like a small clap of thunder and then all of a sudden rain just started hitting. It was like almost like it was a cue.
1: Oh, fancy. So if you, you can hear that in tin. the background. I don't hear it, but you do have a tin roof.
0: I do. I actually love that about my apartment.
1: Um, I actually enjoyed about your apartment too. Um, I wish he would have played better this evening.
0: Adam Boquist. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's going to make the team. I... Oh. And and I still will hold firm. The Blue Jackets won that trade, but the Adam Boquist piece maybe is not as exciting I think as it was the day we got. it. but I, but it could still turn into that. I don't know. I'm like maybe being harsh on him.
1: Um, Mister Four for Four himself, Eric Branson.
0: Branson. Man, yeah, he's gonna be there.
1: We pay him too much money to not.
0: So and like well, but also like I guess. That is potentially his contract. Like you don't want to disgruntle the guy. Like that's the piece of it. Like you don't want to like make this awkward. But his contract probably makes him claim proof. (laughs) Like like if you need it, if you wanted to send him down, like there he's, I. I don't think he, he, he
1: he would play. Like he would say,
0: I think he would refuse to play. Oh uh, well, then the Blue Jackets could terminate his contract and then be golden. But I don't think that, like again, none of that is gonna happen. Um, so it's and good, I,
1: but. part of me, deep deep down, wants to give him the benefit of the doubt. Still, that year one just like wasn't because it was all shit.
0: I. Still to this day, think that he could potentially have a similar like character arc for me as like a Riley Nash. Obviously, very different positions. We're not talking about like night and day, or like you know what I mean. We're we're we not did talking. Learn, we
1: did learn to love Riley
0: Nash. Yeah, and I like, but after that first year, I was like, dude, what the fuck is this? um mm. But then it, he grew right, so like he grew on me. So like I, I wonder if Goody's going to do the same thing.
1: I'm hopeful. He's great energy for the locker room. I agree, like, but. But no, he will nonetheless make. Um, we talked about him a minute ago, but Marcus Bjork, no, <laughs> no, Cleveland. Um, ooh, this one is complicated. David you're a
0: I I don't think it is. I Cleveland.
1: Oh, I thought maybe you might push back
0: on me for a second. No, 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 Cleveland. Honestly, like, that to me is almost, like, strategic again, right? Like, I mean, I I think, like, there's obviously the ability. Like, I don't know. I think he could probably play in Columbus and, like, get away with it. But, like, I don't think that there's any sense in rushing him. Like, there is no sense in rushing him to Columbus, like, at this rate. Like, defensemen take a minute to mature anyway. Like, let that happen in Cleveland. Like, do not rush it here. I think that he might have actually also had odds for the Calder, which I actually thought was insane. Like, not in a negative way, but it just surprised me when I was looking at DraftKings. Because usually, like, when you look at that, like, you're only seeing players that they think actually have an opportunity, like, right? Like, like, no disrespect, but, like, a player, like... Oh, gosh, I'm trying to think of, like, if there's anybody who also qualifies as a rookie on this team at this point. I don't think so. Outside of Fantilli. No, I
1: don't think so.
0: But it would be, like, saying, like, last year, right? Like, if you look at that lineup, like...
1: Yeah, because was it Marchie considered Mar- a rookie last year?
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: Considered a rookie
0: last year. Yeah. He never would have, like, right? Like, he would have probably never had odds at the beginning of last season to win the Calder.
1: Well, I think they also, I think he was disqualified too, because. Something about the well, number no, he, of games that the, he played in the AHL and the NHL.
0: No, because you can you can still split a little bit because he was the one that got the vote, right? Like he got a Calder vote and Kent Johnson didn't. That was like kind of like the oh, weird like you remember right. that? Yeah, it was kind of like okay. the huh? Who would have guessed? Um, but yeah, no, I yeah, David Tech Cleveland.
1: Um, they let him wear an A tonight, and he almost broke himself again. Nick Blankenberg. <sighs>
0: I have Cleveland.
1: See, he's very... If he hadn't... Okay. If they hadn't let him wear an A tonight, I think I would have been full Cleveland. Like, something in me feels like they are trying to mold him. And, like, honestly, he played really hard tonight. Like... He is small, but like
0: we're talking about a captain mighty. in Cleveland, huh? What? I talk about a captain in Cleveland, huh?
1: I mean, true, but like I don't know.
0: I here's the thing that sucks, right? Like here is the thing that sucks. Is that I don't think that you can rationalize playing him over any of the six that I think will start. He would be a scratch. And I think what you have to wonder, and at least this is, like, for me, and when I think about, like, how – and this is a product in some ways of, like, us choosing different structures here, right? Like, because I think that he probably – he's my eighth defenseman. Like, I would say that to be true. Um, And I would probably say, that like, maybe Jake Bean is your eighth, but, like, I think probably, like, Nick Blankenberg is your seventh. Like, I don't know that you would – say that he's in your top six. Maybe you would. I don't know. But I think that like when no, I No, because
1: we still have one more and the next yeah, one. Right. The last one's my, in my top six.
0: Right. And so I think that like, that's the piece of it where I'm like, if I went with 13 forwards, yeah, I would say he's fine. But when you think about the fact that he would be a scratch, like I'm like, why waste it? Like why waste that roster spot on him? And that's not me trying to be an asshole, but like, it's like, if you know that he is going to be somebody who you call up pretty quickly, just send him to and, the now.
1: Yeah, you would also want him getting playing Exper- time. Yeah,
0: 100%. You don't want him to just mention Columbus. Yeah. But that's me.
1: I'm on the fence. I know you don't like when I'm on the fence, but I, I can't make a yay or nay with him. So, like.
0: I already about. made the mark for yay, so sorry. Okay. Well, but um, you need you need a, You need need an eighth defenseman, and I don't think that you're going to get there without him.
1: Well, no, because I have. The last one I am saying yes to.
0: Right.
1: So you're including yeah. this next one? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Mr. Gonna be here for the next seven years, Damon
0: Severson. He's gonna be here for the next eight, girl. And yeah, I would say he's definitely gonna make the team.
1: And sh- other than the fact that like he uh, has taken quite a few penalties in the preseason, um, he has played well, so... And he's been with a couple different, I'm interested to, I'm interested to see who they match him with for opening night, Um, because he's played with a couple of different people. I did really like him with Zach, um, but he could also, he's kind of a little bit more, he's He's kind of like the Sean Corrales of defenseman. Like, you can move him up and down the line, and you're getting the same thing. So, but, so we'll see. But, and I just, I I like his vibe. If we're going to go back to me saying vibes, I like Damon, so...
0: Got good vibes. Yeah, no, he'll definitely make the team, of course. Um, Laura, we, we did it. We did it. We we created our 23-man rosters. Um, we
1: just fax that over to Pascal no, Vincent and yeah, be like, here you go. This yeah, is inside. I,
0: Man, yeah. I don't know that there there might not be a fax machine in that building. There's a Xerox somewhere, right? But yeah. Um, There's yeah,
1: definitely a fax machine in that building.
0: Be, it has to be somewhere. And I uh, know
1: that someone doesn't trust some form of technology when they're doing things about like trades and stuff so that they fax it because whatever like there's what a I fax feel machine. i feel
0: like it's really serious if there's anybody on the staff that's like anti-technology outside of a fax machine i don't know
1: i kind of feel like jd has a fax machine
0: so i don't know who would know how to work it
1: no i think he would know how to work it i don't think he'd know how to work like
0: Some of one the, other of the stuff carriers. Of, like, yeah that's right um so Laura, really, again, twenty three folks for us. Uh, you know, I went the the thirteen eight two route. No, you went the thirteen eight two route. I went the fourteen seven two route. Either way, I think that you know we're looking at twelve of the same forwards and and seven of the same defensemen. The only things that we differ on at this point are the I Mel mean, Bemster making the opening night lineup and Nick Blankenberg doing the same. And so I think you know and you know. I am at well, least not... Necessarily
1: not... The, li- the lineup, making the 23-man roster. Right, yeah, correct. I don't. And I don't think Nick Blankenberg would play.
0: No, I agree. Yeah, no, you're all good. Um. So I think, like, ultimately, right, like, not too much difference there. I think that, like, frankly, like, I think that that is less turmoil than we expected. Like, not from us, like, personally, but, like, I think it's less, there's less discussion maybe than we expected there to be going into it. And maybe that's just because, like, we are, like, kind of just, like, taking a look at the tea leaves and we're... We're sticking with it, and we're not really letting ourselves account for any potential like shockers, like, like. And I just, I mean, I don't know. Like, I would be surprised if there are certain things that happened, right? Like, Veronkov making the team, that would change a lot of things about who you who you leave out, right? It's probably Matthew Olivier at that point. Like, that's probably who I sub out. Um, Like, those are the kind of things that I think make it complicated. But generally speaking, I think we've, I think we've got this nailed. I think that like one of us is going to have the the perfect. 23. It's not going to be me because I don't know if that's true. I don't know. No, actually, I it might not be true. I think that you are like I, I think Amelia Webster was like acting. Even
1: though it's all a facade.
0: All right. I, okay, so here's the question. Mm-hmm. What has to happen similar to Patrick Lyonnais a couple of years ago? For you to to have to buy (laughs) Neil Bemstrom merch. (laughs) What's going to have to happen?
1: Oh, God. So much. Like...
0: 40 points?
1: 40 goals at this point. Oh, shut (laughs) up. (laughs) (laughs) You're
0: the worst.
1: Um... Thank yeah, God. I mean it's going to have to be like he's going to have to be consistent and impressive. And I just don't think that, that it just You're like, won't. I don't think that he's
0: either one of those things.
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't think I mean, I I feel cuz obviously I can't do any of the things. Like I feel bad like even saying that and he's obviously talented enough to make it to this level but i just don't think that our system works for him and i am tired of him just like being in our system and it not working out
0: i mean hey though
1: and him taking opportunities from someone that could get that attention and that time on the ice
0: hey new system
1: it is a new system
0: we'll see um I have I and and hear us say this too, right? Like whatever you hear us talk about, our thoughts about how we think players are or whatever have you, like know that deep down there is always a part of us. And Laura will not admit it. She wants him to do well. True.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I would love to be wrong.
0: Of course, that's I guess what I mean. I would like,
1: love to be wrong. You I have would. For him to come out and just this finally be his year. Like, I would love that for him. Me too. But I just, I've been burned too many times by Emil Bemstrom and I just can't take it anymore. Like, and I'm getting that way with Jack Rossovic too, but like, Emil Bemstrom has been a longer problem. So,
0: I'm done. I get it. I get it. Um, so that, I mean, that wraps up the bulk of what we've got in terms of, of hockey news for this week. Um, the one thing that I wanted to say, just like as we're beginning to wind down and wrap up, is uh, if you haven't seen it or if you haven't interacted in any way, shape, or form, um, you know, kind of on, on a more somber and sad note, uh, but also like in a, in a note that I'm optimistic about, um, Aaron Portsline, who has written beat and covered beat for this team since the day it was it was founded right um whether that be for the dispatch the the um you know the athletic yeah, funny. yeah what, that was hard for me um you know he has been just a face of of journalism around the columbus blue jackets for forever and uh he shared that he is dealing with some health struggles and i i won't get into the details of them because i think that his post does that and so you you know check him out on on x or on twitter or whatever the heck you want to call it but um you know just sending our love uh to porty and and you know as he continues to navigate some different health concerns and still continues to do (laughs) really exceptional work that i i think you know I speak at least for myself when I say that if I were going through some of the things that he was going through, I don't know if I would be able to deliver in the way that he does. And so, you know, a lot of kudos and and sick taps to him for that, but also just sending our love and, and, you know, genuine thoughts and prayers to him as he navigates all of that kind of stuff. And he's, you know, I would be the first person to admit (laughs) that there have been times where I have read an article that he has written and I've been like, damn, dude, it's a lot. But what I'll tell you is at least from the interactions that we've gotten to have with him. Traverse City, development camp, you name it, A really just a, a lovely guy, like just a stand-up guy. And I know, I mean, I, I'm fairly certain he's got like a, an, a daughter who's like in her early adulthood, um, if not maybe a little older. Um, obviously, like, so I'm just like, my thoughts are with all of them. Like right now, as they continue to navigate all of this, which I am optimistic that the outcome will be positive. So, um, but just wanted to send some love.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I second all of that, and honestly, I think that his um, odds increased tenfold when he made the decision to share what's going on because I think this increases the likelihood that, because this does involve him needing to have an organ transplant, um, that I think making it public has now increased the odds of him finding a match so much sooner um and you know the hockey community and the greater columbus community obviously and journalists from across the country have been you know reaching out and sending their love and um we're just there for him and hopefully he can be back to 100 percent um quickly or you know sooner rather than later but
0: absolutely agreed Absolutely agreed. Well, Laura, is there anything else on your hockey heart? These are the kind of episodes where I always fear I come in with such a plan for how we're going to handle the episode that I always fear that I'm missing the little tidbits of things. And so is there anything that I've I've failed to, to hit on here?
1: not hockey related, but I feel that our audience would appreciate oh, me saying I,
0: this. Do I feel like I know what you're going to say?
1: You don't, because I was going to text you about it today and I didn't. Um mm-hmm. But this is a fact that I learned today that made me upset. And it's the fact that China is going to remove all of the pandas from the United States by the end of 2023. And for the first time in 50 years, the United States will have no pandas.
0: What the fuck?
1: Because China owns all the pandas that we have here in the United States. It's only in two zoos. They're only in the zoo in Washington, D.C. and the zoo in San Diego. But nonetheless, they own them and they are refusing to renew the leases on them um, due to how they feel about us currently. And so they are taking away our pandas.
0: I dare them to.
1: And it makes me really sad because I don't even live close to one of these zoos, but I love pandas.
0: Oh my god!
1: So yeah, that was a fact that I learned today, and
0: they know we carry right. <laughs> like, come up, come up here, and try to get my panda, bitch.
1: <laughs> That's how the nuclear war starts—is over the pandas.
0: It's on site, like it's like.
1: Isn't that so sad though? The first time in 50 years, and we don't even have that many of them. We are not there's not gonna be a single panda in the greater United States.
0: What is there's no way, right? But like what's the gestation period for a panda? Could we secretly
1: I think it's long? I it think has it's to be, right? one of those things where it's like pandas are pregnant for like three-that's why they're their number, like their population numbers, are so hard to control because it takes them forever to like have children. It's like elephants.
0: That's what I was gonna say. Like I know elephants have a really long gestation period. Like two Again.
1: years. It's like twenty-two months or something like that.
0: Um. Okay. For those who are curious. Oh, Laura we might have been wrong does
1: china still own it if it's born in the u.s
0: not if you fucking hide it like not if you just like fucking like keep it off to the side like who we should really
1: talk to about this is our friend eileen who actually worked with pandas but like
0: no because eileen's the feds no absolutely not fuck that Um, you act like you didn't grow up a, with a little bit of red on your neck, girl. Like, let's like think smarter, not that's harder true. here, because like we but. both did. So I need us to think a little bit. think <laughs> like, we're fucking we're stealing pandas. Like, get the fuck. Up. The gestation period for those who are curious is actually ninety to eight hundred and eighty days. Like, so they actually aren't oh. pregnant for all that long, which is that's I a think,
1: lot shorter than I thought it would be. No,
0: me as well. Like me as well. And I'm like sitting here thinking, like, could we have a preemie panda baby? Like, could we like?
1: And I know that they're dangerous, vicious animals. I could rip my face off, but like I just truly feel like I could hang out with one. And it would just
0: (laughs) for those who aren't watching, I'm like currently showing a panda to the camera and Laura's not handling it well. I love pandas. Like what's his story, do you think?
1: (sighs) He wants to stay.
0: Oh, my God.
1: I love pandas and I love koala bears. And this is because this is how my mother got me to eat vegetables as a
0: child. Oh, the little plates?
1: No, no, no. She told me that um, sugar snap peas Mm -hmm. were eucalyptus leaves, which was what koalas ate. And she told me green beans and asparagus type situations were bamboo.
0: Hmm. So you were living that life.
1: I was living the bear
0: life. Amazing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: See, you just had one. <laughs> you just had a clubable moment. <laughs> Context. Our um, listeners who are not familiar with certain community lingo are probably like, what did she say?
1: Very confused. Um But yeah, that's my. It's not hockey related, but I just needed the world to know that by the end of 2023, we will not have any pandas in the US.
0: It's fucked up.
1: I'm unaware if Canada has any pandas, but
0: it feels
1: unfair that they're going to take our pandas but not take Canada's pandas when they're equally as problematic, even though China is like way problematic. but like,
0: okay. So for those who are Torontos,
1: you have pandas?
0: So as of right now, there are 27 zoos in 21 countries outside of mainland China. So Australia, Austria, Belgium, Canada, Denmark, Finland, France, Germany, Qatar, Indonesia, Japan, Malaysia, Mexico. The Netherlands, Scotland, Singapore, South Korea, Spain, Russia. I'm good on that. Taiwan, Thailand, and the United States for now. Um, North America. Let's see. The United States. The Lone V. Does that another thing? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Only, things are... Yeah,
1: Washington and or Washington D.C. and San Diego. Um, I do think I vaguely remember that there used to be pandas it in the central park zoo when I was like a kid or like even earlier in the eighties, but then crime was so bad in New York that they were like, yeah, no, the pandas have to leave, but that could also be a fever dream. Um,
0: okay. So there are two, it seems like two giant pandas in Toronto Urshan and Dan Mao, and that they gave birth to two children, Zaya, Weiwei, and Chia Wei Pon Wei. Pon.
1: Ponpon.
0: Um... I actually don't know what noise, like, I don't know what, like, sound the J makes in in Mandarin. I don't know, like, if that would be, like, yeah, or if it was like, be, like, Jia. I don't know. Anyway. Um, but then that they were moved so that their children, they were separated from their parents. I know. I know. They're at the Calgary Zoo in Alberta. Mm. But they're together, at least.
1: That's good.
0: But J- yeah. Oh my god, do you know what it means in China? Do you know what it translates to? No what? Canadian joy and Canadian hope. That's their names. Like that's like the names of the pandas that are at the Toronto Zoo. That's so cute. I'm so curious now. Urshan.
1: This also I don't think I said this on the show. I'm sure I said it to you because it would have been in a random conversation, but Zoo Talk just always reminds me of the fact that earlier this summer, the Columbus Zoo um, had misgendered a gorilla for like two years until it gave birth.
0: It's so funny because Urshan was misgendered at first. It's so funny that I'm reading currently about the panda that's in Calgary and they thought that, they, that it was a male panda. And it was paired with a female, and months before her departure, her true sex was determined and the known female switched out for the male. Mm. Without blood testing, identifying panda sex is next to impossible until the animals reach full sexual maturity. Damn.
1: Apparently it's the same for gorillas, too.
0: Um... The Mao just means first of Mao, which means that he was his mother's firstborn. That's less exciting. I have to (laughs) tell you the truth. He was the subject of viral videos featuring him playing in the snow.
1: Cute.
0: We gotta get off of this damn mic. We're gonna we're gonna be here for hours. Like we gotta fucking quit. It's fucking one a.m. Bitch, we gotta go to bed. But um, <laughs> anyway, y'all, it's been a joy getting to catch up with you and talk about Blue jagataki and look forward to the season and the roster that's to come on Monday. Um, like I mentioned earlier, I will be back down in Ohio this week, um, so I'll be looking forward to seeing all of you lovely little humans at Nationwide Arena this uh upcoming week for all the opening week festivities and all that kind of stuff. So um please if you see us say hello. We're gonna be down there. We're excited for it. We've got some fun stuff planned for the week. And so um you know he's we're finally to
1: gonna this. debut his birthday present. Sure is
0: Sure is. So that'll be a good time. But um, Laura, let the good people know. We've got, like I said, we've got a couple of things that I honestly don't know, like, what to what extent we're able to talk about certain things right now. So, like, we're not going to maybe give too much away. But um, maybe we'll have some fun things this week to chat about. And so, um, Laura, let the good people know where they can keep track of all of that kind of stuff. And uh, we will, we will wrap this one up.
1: Yes, so occasionally we write we write articles for InsideTheRink.com, and you can find those at our individual writer Twitter accounts. So Jeremy is ITR Jeremy, and I am ITR Laura. Those will become a more regular thing as the season gets going um but we've just as you know it's been chaos but anyway you can also follow the show on social media we are on twitter and instagram as subjectively pod you can follow us on facebook tiktok and youtube please subscribe to our YouTube channel at Subjectively Speaking. Uh, We also have a beautiful website that you can check out. It is subjectivelyspeaking.com. And if you would like to support your two favorite hockey podcasters and get some sweet merch in exchange, you can visit our merch store, subjectivelymerch.com, and get yourself some new things to wear to games this season. Um, Honestly, we would just absolutely love if we saw one of our shirts out in the wild um, that wasn't on a a friend or family member. Um, But so consider it in your uh, future purchases. And then lastly, you can rate, review, and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on. Uh, Particularly if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, scroll on down, hit five stars. It is our favorite number. And again, we don't know how the algorithm works. We just know that your likes, subscriptions, comments, whatever. I'll help to bring more people to this lovely little community of ours. And other than that, we just love and appreciate you all so much.
0: That we do. And until we get the chance to talk to you all next time, please make sure you take care of yourselves, take care of one another, and we will chat with you soon. Bye.